You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. Hey, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Here we are. We're back. We're here. We are. How's it going, man? It's it's going. You could tell we just kind of sat down and started this. There was no like preemptive conversations or anything going on because we just want to get straight to the fun. Straight to the fun. Yeah. As soon as I take care. How's of our things. How's our audio? Already, good? Audio's fine. I had, to, I, had to check, I had to check it on the stream because I'm a professional. I just hold the phone up to my ear. That's yeah. how we do it around we, here. You said we should get. Uh, yeah, headphones. headphones. We should be. We should be official. But it, it'll, I say, ne- it'll never happen. Forget that. It'll never happen. What are you drinking? What do you what you decide on? I just am drinking the rum you have over there. The rum. Fuck that TikTok video you sent me is talking about all that rum shit. That's Talk why I sent shit it to on you. Blackheart. Like Blackheart's a fine cheap be- or rum. It is a fine cheap rum, and that's what it is. It knows what it is. It doesn't try to be anything more than that. So. Well, he was also talking shit on the Kraken, which I love. Yeah, Kraken's also like pretty good too. He's you know he is he's a rum snob. That's what he is. He he's he's a man with money who is a man of privilege. I know. You know drinking That's all the why expensive. I sent it to you because yeah. I was like, oh, he's this is going to make him angry. I was like, what the fuck? I've gotten fed up with whiskey snobs, uh, specifically bourbon snobs, and now I'm discovering that there's <coughs> rum snobs too. Dude, there's a snob for everything. Yeah. There's vodka snobs. Fucking Dan Aykroyd's a vodka snob. Yeah, but. No offense. I love Dan Aykroyd. I love Ghostbusters. I yeah. love his work. He's great. But I hear his vodka. His vodka. Is, have you had it? I've never had it. Actually, I saw. I went to the liquor store yesterday. I was in Akron, Ohio with my brother-in-law. We went into his liquor store near his house, and it's awesome. It's like the crystal It's like the skeleton. skull. It's a skull, yeah. yeah. They had it, and I picked it up, and I looked at it. It's expensive. Yeah, I don't it's, really. It's what like eighty bucks or something like. Well, that. there was a smaller, there was a big one, and there was yeah. a little one. Yeah, and I just remember they did a blind taste test, and it lo- it lost to like Vladdy and Taka and like Vlad, like the the worst bottom he, have shelf. Have you ever heard him talk about the way they make that vodka? Have you ever I heard him like go so. through? I've no. heard him. So back when I used to listen to Joe Rogan, because I was you know, oh. listening to Joe Rogan. Wait, you don't listen to Joe Rogan anymore? No, I don't listen to Joe Rogan. You anymore. finally kicked the beast. I, I kicked the beast like a year ago, like a, like way back whenever Code first going on. He was like spouting all that nonsense. I'm like, all right, like you've definitely like jumped the shark a little bit. For you me, were so apologetic to him. You fought me tooth and nail. Because now you see the because pre COVID, Rogan was a good interviewer who brought a lot of like really cool people. I, I mainly listened for like the interviewees. And listen to the interesting ones, but like he was a good interview, and then he like went fucking nuts, like Kanye West and Donald Trump and all them. And now he's like so far in like conspiracy, like it's crazy. I agree with you on his guests and his interviewees early mm-hmm. on in his show, but here's the thing: I'll give Joe Rogan credit that he was kind of cutting edge. He was he's the Howard Stern of his time. He had a big podcast before podcasts were really like the thing. 
and he got really good guests for that reason. Yeah. Now, everybody and their mom has podcasts, and everybody goes on everybody's podcasts. So having good guests is no longer just limited to him. No. Like, good guests go on a lot of – they do the rounds now on no, the podcasts. No, but up until COVID, he was still very popular. He I would, still – like, that was his main source of money. It wasn't, like, doing the uh, UFC kind of, like – uh, commenting and shit like that. His main source of money was podcasts because he did like he would do like three a day and they'd be like three hours long. And I will argue that the dude didn't really have too many opinions of his own. He kind of assimilated to what his guest was. Yeah, he absorbed. Like he, when he had a guest on, he would just be like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." Like he would have like Bernie Sanders and Pete Buttigieg on, and he would be like agreeing with everything they said. And then, like, a month later, he's having, like, Ben Shapiro on and agreeing with everything he says. I listen. I like, actually listened to that episode. That he didn't agree with everything he said. They, they did it was, have – It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah. I don't fuck with him anymore. No. No. I used to, he's gone, I used he's to enjoy nuts. some of his shows. But any, anyway, I digress. You were saying you listened to the show when Dan Aykroyd was a guest. Yeah, I listened to the show, and he went – all through like his whole process of you know vodka and Joe Rogan was doing the Joe Rogan thing where he's like uh huh yeah that's really cool that's fascinating mm-hmm, that's that's mm-hmm. awesome yeah like that's that's insane that's great and I'm listening to it and I'm like this is the snobbiest way that somebody could talk about the way that they like he's like mm-hmm. he's like they make the vodka and then they pour it over like gold or something like that or like diamond I, no he said diamonds because you know running the vodka over the diamonds purifies like some because the but he would do he was talking like in a science where like the elements in the diamond like whenever like it interacts with the vodka like it would like like react in a certain way and help purify it and i'm like this is the snobbiest bullshit he's like, talking about the vodka it's like all they do is put like you know sugar flavoring and stuff that's like that's because people what people want people want tasty shit and i'm sorry but sugar flavoring is kind of pretty fucking tasty so he, he's a snob about it in, in, in his defense and i am on. drinking vodka tonight so oh, I, I, it's another vodka night i think you know what the vodka shows have been pretty pretty solid i've been a pretty like decent uh talkative individual and conversationalist on the vodka so So i i watched this and i I saw a clip of it i didn't watch the whole thing but they had like people who were in the know like they're not just picking random bums off the street to do this blind taste test these were like experts and they legitimately did a blind taste tests with different kinds of vodkas and it was pretty true to form like I want to say like Grey Goose did well and and, yeah. some, and like Absolute didn't do well. But then it was like v- Vladdy and Taka, which were like two of the uh, pop off. There was three of them. Vladdy, which is Vladimir, but known as known by us as Vladdy. Yeah. Uh, Taka and pop off, which are three like you could buy them by the handle for six ninety nine. Like yeah. they're cheap vodkas. They did well. They scored better. Then Dan Aykroyd's Crystal Skull Vodka and uh, Puff Daddy, Sean Combs, has the Ciroc. They also did better than the Ciroc. And Dan Aykroyd was not happy and neither was Puffy. They were like mad that these crappy things scored better than their like $100 vodkas. Yeah. And it was just, it just, it was just, just hilarious to see them like melt down and lose it. I'm over beer snobs too. I'm way over beer snobs. People yeah. that like, I don't have a problem going to breweries, and I don't have a problem trying like different kinds of beers. But I'm way over those people that are like, you know, breweries are the best, and the beer that you get from the breweries are the best, and that's the best. And if you're drinking anything that's not that, it's 
like garbage piss water. I'm like, fucking people are gonna like what they like, but you know. I yeah. Feel, I feel like I feel like you're you're. Uh, like I don't. I'm, I don't. Coming at your throat? Is that is that is that is no, that, no, that, no. that I'm uh, hearing? I did have a phase where I was a beer snob. Yeah. I think I've grown out of it, and, and I, we talked about this before on the show, and, and I'll bring it up again. Um, there was a time where I did not like the big like Miller, Coors, Bud. I like, still I, like. Those. I was like, I was like adverse to them, and I was only drinking craft beer. I was only drinking microbrews, and. I was going to all the local breweries. You're it, filling up your steins and shit like I had, that. No, remember, you're, I had my... Your, your shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had, had a cl- little collection of that started. I did. I was really into it. And then my family opened a brewery. And and I will say, if you go to those breweries, they have several different kinds of beers. They're not all going to be hits. No. There's some that I went, oh, I wasn't really a big fan. But I, I said, just, it's, it's nice trying new things. It is they nice have trying flavor. different things. They have taste. More than like the traditional Pilsner or light lager, American style beer that you're getting at your local Applebee's. Like, I just didn't like that stuff. Then I had a a rebirth. I had a renaissance. Uh, Our good pal, Mike D., friend of the show, is probably listening right now. There was a summer, you know, he was living back here by us. He had a pool. I spent a lot of time at his pool. Yeah, you did. And it was just drinking what beer he and his younger brother who was in college at the time had and it was like cheap beer but not like the big ones yeah like we were drinking hams we were drinking some natty bows we had the occasional pbr or the carling black label we had some like really unique like cheap beers and i'm drinking after i'm like you know what these are pretty freaking good so I got into a cheap beer, like a cheap beer kick, and I kind of haven't left my cheap beer kick. So it's, it's not a bad kick. I do like the craft beers from local mom and pop breweries, but then I also like a good cheap beer. You know, you get a thirty rack for eleven ninety nine, <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay. You have to drink thirty, but it's okay. So yeah, I see what you're saying, but. Let people enjoy things. Yeah, just let people enjoy what they want. That's, that's let what people about. enjoy what they want. So for the snobs out there that are telling you, oh, don't drink this rum because it's got too many artificial flavors. M- maybe we like the artificial maybe, flavors. Maybe go fuck <laughs> yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe just do that. Yeah, go do that. So I intended – so you made, you, made, you made a point to saying that your mother listened to the show. And I had intended for the next show to be a curse-free show. No, it you've was, already broken. It was it was never going to happen this this time. I've had a hell. I've had a hell of. A, I'll be honest. I'm glad that you didn't text me last week to podcast because I would have said no. But like I, I was out I of town. I can't do it. I couldn't do it anyway. I was like, I'm not going to be able to do it this week. And mm-hmm. I was like, he didn't text me. Okay, good. We're we're good. I was in Columbus. I'm telling you, ever since I turned 34, my body has fallen apart. You just had a birthday. Happy yeah. happy birthday. And I and this whole the whole past month, just everything that could go wrong. I feel like it's gone wrong. I've had like lower back problems the past weeks. I've had to go back to my chiropractor. Mm, chiropractor. Yeah, to get to get adjusted. And I had to wear a back brace like every day. For yeah, you told, work. yeah, you told me about like, the back brace. And it sucked. And I was like, OK, well, if this is it, this, you know, it is what it is. And then like a couple of days, like a day or two after my birthday, I think it was. or no, it was last. It was actually not this past Thursday, but the previous Thursday, like a week and a half ago, I had to go to urgent care. At night, because my doctor was home because it was fucking like seven o'clock at night. But I had to go to urgent care because I looked in the mirror I, the entire day. I my eye hurt 
Like, my entire eye hurt, and I thought, oh, I must have, like, a sinus headache or something like that. It must be something like that, you know, whatever. Like, like your eyeball? Like, your right or your left eye? Just the entire Your eye third region. eye? Your yeah. brown eye? Which eye? What? Not my brown eye. <laughs> okay. I, I, right. that's, that's after Taco Bell. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I so, like, my entire eye hurt, and I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm just going to go home. When I, when I leave here, I'm just going to go home, chill out, and I'm going to go to bed early night, get some sleep, hopefully wake up fine. And then I do my, like, nightly routine at, like, 7 o'clock, because I wake up at 3 in the morning, so I go to bed pretty early when I can. And I look in the mirror, I'm like, you know, brushing my teeth, you know, swab my face, you're doing everything, yada, yada, yada. And then I look in the mirror and I was like, what, what the fuck? My eyelid was swollen. <laughs> it was, it was huge. Oh, no. Not like, it wasn't massive. Was it like an allergic reaction? No, it wasn't. Oh. So, but I was like freaking out. I was like, what the, at first I thought my eyelid was drooping. And my mother has, oh. has had to deal with like. In the past, like Bell's palsy problems, stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I thought, am I, am I like having something like that? Because like my eye was like, it looked like it was dripping. Like I looked at her, it's like, no, it's 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 swollen and it's red. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I go to urgent care, and the doctor's like, oh yeah, these exam is like, it looks like what you have is a bacterial infection in your eyelid, <gasps> not in your eye, your eyelid. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, they're more common than you think. I was like, holy oh my shit. gosh. And so he's like, you know, and you know, he's like, you're not contagious. So I wouldn't worry about that. But he, I'm going to prescribe you an ointment. And you're going to put it on, put warm compress on a couple times a day and put this ointment on every four hours and it should clear up. And I was like, fucking hell. Mind you, this is Thursday. I went to work the following day and went to class. I was miserable all the next day because my eyelid hurt so much. And you constantly move your eyelid because you blink. How many times you blink in a minute, do you think? A fair amount. Yes. Almost every other blink was like a small shot of pain. Oh, dude! It was it was it wasn't like high pain. It was like on like the one to two scale level. So it wasn't like bad. But you you know multiply that by how many times you blink in a minute. You're just like I'm miserable right now. And then a couple days later, the pain stopped, and then it turned into a sty on my eye, which you probably you can't see it, but you can probably see like a little redness on my eyelid and shit like a that. Bit, yeah, yeah, that's that. It was it was a way worse before. Oh man, dude. you yeah. should have wear like a pirate eye patch. I so I might have imbibed a little bit that 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 evening uh, of this happening. I'm not gonna go any more details than that. And all I can remember was later on after I'd come down a little bit, I looked in the mirror and I was like, "What the fuck?" I had like a little mini freak out because you know it is whenever you imbibe a little bit. You know, you know, you know. a straight quasi motored up <laughs> the past like week. Sanctuary, <laughs> growing a hunch too. Yeah. Dude, my knee is in so much pain all day today too. My What's bad knee. You, I have man? a I have a bad knee from like an old in, skating injury, and it's it's fucking acting up yet last night too. And it was in so much pain, like I couldn't move it barely without feeling pain. It's still hurting today. I'm fucking falling apart, dude. Are we live? What happened to live feed? Oh shit. I get sorry if if you can hear me. The video has gone down. I want to check to see. Check to see. I'm going to check and see. I'm looking. What the fuck? I feel like there was a skip. What the hell? Yeah, it's something wrong. So if you can hear me, I'm going to stop the stream and then I'm going to restart it. And hopefully, I don't know, there might be internet problems, but. Yeah, I'm ready. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, technical uh. high technical difficulties that hasn't happened in a while. So no, no. When we were when we were new to the podcast game, it was like every couple every couple shows we would have a technical issue, and that was my laptop problem. That's what it was. Well, now I had, I had an old laptop. But I mean, for a long time now, you've been like on point. Yeah, 
I haven't restarted my desktop in a long time, so I think it just needed like a cheeky restart, and everything seems fucking smooth as a pancake right now. Has anybody ever said smooth as a pancake? I don't know, but I'm saying it now. So I'm not talking about my uh, my 34 year old issues anymore. I'm I'm done. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Let's get our let's get our live viewers back. We had so many on for the last. I know, know, right? We Wait, had waiting for millions and millions of live. It's nuts. We had Joe Rogan level numbers for uh for a second there. So dude, what the fuck is going on? Trump has got like more classified documents they found. So what the fuck is going on in in in, in America right now? Oh, the classified document shit. I'm I'm so over it. Like, it's like oh he's got more. So, oh boy. So Hillary Clinton got in trouble for having classified documents on an unsecured server, and General Petraeus got in trouble for it. And then of course Donald Trump had the most. He got in trouble, and then Joe Biden got in trouble he had some yeah and and now mike pence and you know what those people none of them are gonna have any consequences no but if you or i did yeah we'd be locked up and they'd throw away the key in fact there is a handful of regular people who are in prison on the espionage act for improper handling of top secret documents and it just i hate the double standard like as you can see it's not a, a it's not a partisan thing. No, it's not. It's like, like, it's like Hillary and Biden both did it. Pence and Trump both did it. Like, they should all be in trouble. They should all be in jail. Yeah, they should. Lock them up. If it's against the law, they should go to jail for it. But they're not going to because so they're too powerful. So I've gotten into my hate-watching phase of TikTok videos and stuff like that. And, I, and I, I get a lot of people that, like, share and duet a lot of Fox videos. And, like, there was they were doing, like, this one Fox uh, pundit panel or whatever, and they were round table talk, and mm-hmm. they were talking about it. And the one dude was like, "God damn it, Mike Pence! Like we had him, we you know we we fucking he just had to fuck things up for us, didn't he?" It's like, yeah, he fucking did. Apparently, yeah. I mean, it's frustrating. See, so you do that, you do that. I also hate listen. I've told you this before. I think driving in my car, I'll turn on AM talk radio locally. I can't do it for that long, and I can't do it for that long either. But. I'll listen to some of these idiots that they put on AM radio stations. Oh, my God. Now, the reason that they're so far wacky, crazy right wing is because really the only people who listen to AM radio on the regular are old people. And old people are predominantly more conservative. My mother's entered into or she she for a while there had the um, listening to like. 570 AM and stuff like that, like those kind of radio stations. Yeah, locally we have two, 570 and 790, and I'll listen to both of them. And if you're listening in the middle of the day, just look out. They get some weird syndicated show from the middle of nowhere with some person who's got his right-wing following. It's hard to listen. Like, they should be in trouble. Those radio stations should face fallback for putting these people on – who are I'm listening to them spout lies about COVID and about January 6th, and they're just reporting lies as if they're facts. Yeah, that's what they do. And that's what frustrates me. It, it, it's it's horrible. It's horrible, but I do. I, I'll hate listening to those shows sometimes, and after a while, I'll, my blood, I'll feel my blood pressure rising, so I have to turn it off. But, uh, God, it's tough. it's tough. Yeah, it's getting tough, and then... 
fucking we have everybody going crazy because a Chinese weather balloon weather balloon we don't know but a Chinese weather balloon was floating over the United States and people are freaking out and everything like that and cunt Marjorie Taylor Greene thought she was being fucking slick by carrying a big ass balloon into Congress or whatever so yeah it was like a apparently a spy balloon yeah I don't know I mean I I I'm not. I'm not. My in- only question is, how did it get to the East Coast? How did it get, like? Did it so? Did it did, did it cross America? Did they let it float across America before they shot it down, or did it float from like China over Europe all the way to America? No, no, no. It came across like where China is. Yeah. It came from the west. It came into Alaska and over Canada. And it came, it got to the continental United States above like Montana. Get on that mic a little bit. You were uh, away from it. Uh, uh, I'm like right here, dude. You're really, you're like no way, way back, dude. You are way back like, here. Like sometimes I do that. It was like right here. And I'm like, oh my God, that. Yeah. And you know what? It's it, an makes anal all, it makes all, it makes all the difference. You'd be surprised. I'm the one looking at the line. Dude. So the, the balloon <laughs> came from, came from the East. It came from, China and it went yeah. over like the Aleutian Mount, the Aleutian Islands into Alaska across Canada. We didn't we didn't realize what was going on until it was over Montana. Yeah. And this is when and this is the thing the conservatives like, they totally screwed the pooch again. They were like, well, Biden did. He's just letting it get information. He said right away, let's shoot it down. Yeah. He, the like, military said, no, we can't do that. Because it's relatively big, and if we shoot it down, there's no telling where the debris would fall, and it could put uh, people at risk. Yeah. So they had to let it go, and it floated from Montana all the way like southeast to South Carolina, and it was near Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, once it went over the ocean. Once it was over the ocean, they're like, okay. Now we can take this some bitch down. It's down in Myrtle Beach. That's that's. There's no collateral damage. Myrtle. There. What's that Myrtle Beach song? Goddamn motherfucking Myrtle Beach. Goddamn motherfucking Myrtle Beach. I think yeah. the, the dude's name's like he's an independent artist, Sonny Ledford. I think it's on Spotify. Out. Go ahead, look it up. It's Shout a, out. Shout it's out. a song that's accurately portrays uh, Myrtle Beach, South yes. Carolina. So. Been to Myrtle Beach. It's very accurate. So anyway, it went over the Atlantic Ocean then, and that's when they shot it down. Okay, and it went into the ocean, and this is when conservatives like. Oh, Biden, weak again. As soon as it got over the United States is when he should have shot it down. Well, he wanted to. But the military, the ones who are experts in this, said no. So they waited until it was in a safe place, which was over the ocean. Like a, I think it's a good call. Like a proper president, he listened to his military advisors revol- <laughs> involving a military like activity or mission or whatever. So I don't know. Let's be honest. What the hell? I'm not up on the espionage game. But if they have like a camera, like they're recording what what they're flying over, what are the Chinese gonna see? Like, damn, they got a lot of Dollar Generals. They can see a lot like, more from their satellites floating around in space. Like they really like Golden Corral. Like, yeah. like what? Like what are they gonna like? That th- that China that balloon is not telling them any information they probably didn't already know. Let's be honest. It's it's a balloon. I think we understand balloon technology. Like. They have satellites. They can they can listen on to everything. They're listening to us right now is what they're doing. Yeah, they're one of our 800. TikTok uh, gives them all the information they need. They don't need to <laughs> fucking go. Yeah. They don't need to, like, have a weather balloon to do that shit. 
Dude, State of the Union. I want to talk about that, too. Well, first of all, did you hear there was a second balloon? I did hear about that, yeah. And at first, it was reported that it was a UFO. It was a UFO. Yeah. And I was like, this is it! Finally! Finally, we're going to go to war with aliens. I've been watching enough movies since the 80s to know that this is how it starts. I saw this TikTok where this uh, dude was doing a joke about it, and it was like the caption was, five minutes after you joined Space Force, U- U.S. military has shot down a UFO. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> it's like the in the Army now with Pauly Shore, where he's like, like they joined to be in the water brigade. Didn't like, they like, uh, ju- this- like, well, if you're joining the water brigade, the, the most common war we're going to have is in the Middle East where we're going to need water. So that's why you, they're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they were going to be water boys and not actually play the war. What was the Bill Murray um, stripes? Stripes, yeah. Yes, great. I one. saw I saw a video, and I don't know how true it is. I guess the scene where like John Candy and all them are like getting their head shaved for the army, they really shaved their heads. They really, and they didn't they tell did, the uh, actors that they were going to do it. They just sat down all of a sudden, and like I guess John Candy's reaction that they filmed afterwards, where he's like holding the hair and stuff like that, looking around like what the fuck. I guess it was like his real reaction. <laughs> So did, did Bill Murray and Harold Ramis get their heads shaved? They did, but they made a point of saying that because they were the stars of the movie, they didn't get cut as short as everybody else. Oh, okay. So, but they still got their hair cut. Okay. Stripes is a great movie. That's a great flick. You know what I watched recently? What? Meatballs. That's a good one too. I think I've seen that once a long time ago. Yeah. I yeah. I freaking love love me some Bill Murray. Uh, but anyway, uh, they shot another one down, and at first they reported it was a UFO. Turns out it was just another freaking Chinese spy balloon. But they shot it over Alaska, like right away. Like we were ready this time. Oh yeah. Like we caught on to it right away. And fool me once, shame on. And Alaska is a really big state. It's like the biggest state. Yeah. And most of it is uninhabited. So they were like, okay, we can shoot this down right to hell. Yeah, we can away. send a yeah. nuke. We could hit it with a nuke and everything's we could, fine. We could get this one. Oh, yeah. So they got it shot down right away. They didn't have to wait for it to go over the ocean like the, la- the first one. Yeah. But. So, yeah, but but wow, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, your your girlfriend, she uh, oh, yeah. she went to the State of the Union. She brought a balloon. So she's not green anymore, is she? Because she got divorced, right? It's not Marjorie Taylor Greene anymore. I don't even know what her maiden name is. I mean, she's... She's still Marjorie Taylor Green. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's her maiden name would be Taylor, dude. Is it a hyphen? Yeah, I assume Marjorie Taylor was her. I assume Taylor was her middle name. She would just like to be called by all three of her names. She strikes me as like the trailer park girl who would go by like the third, like the middle name, like Tiffany Ann, Tisha Lee. (laughs) Like you know what I mean? Like she's got a trailer park vibe going on. Fuck this bitch because I was listening. To, so you got me on a. You got me thinking about shit now. I fuck, I listened to her again. I hate watch TikTok videos and they people share it all the time and it's great. But like I saw a video of her. She was complaining about her job being in Congress and about how like oh you know we don't really get paid that much money and we're never home and we're constantly working and we don't get a lot of time to ourselves and stuff like that. And I'm like, when people that don't make as much money as you say the same stuff you call them lazy and say that's just part of life well guess what that's part of life bitch part of life is working bitch you're also making 170 some thousand dollars a year just from your salary fuck off god she sucks man yeah she's horrible she's the douche of the day yeah her like like unequivocally close, close she's second is that lauren bobert cunt and they don't like each other. I heard they got they, they came got like a cat fight. I heard they had blows. <laughs> I heard they threw hands at each other. 
in the woman's toilet. I would pay the House Representatives so much money for a security video of them just going to town on each other. I'd pay so much money for that just so I can watch them just fighting each other, pulling their hair out, pulling, their, be, uh, pulling their extensions out and everything like that. Just. But you brought up the State of the Union. I watched it. I watched clips of it the day after because I wake up early in the morning and I don't want to like deal with any of that nonsense. But the clips are great. I had a good time watching the clips. Who thought that Dark Brandon was actually giving the State of the Union? We thought it was going to be old Sleepy Joe who were used to having given speeches. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Joe Biden's not – he's not the orator. He's like 80-some years old. He I mean, Trump could like, – He'd be he, mumbling most of the time. But we're, like Obama got up there, and he was just so elegant. Like He was yeah. great with his words. He could. Biden can't really do that. No, he can't. But let me just tell you, he showed up. He showed up. In, he showed up. He showed up in his big boy pants. He was ready to go to the last that night. Like, like I don't believe was, those QAnon conspiracies, but – was he an android, like, taking he, he the place a, of the regular president? He got a firmware update or something because, like that. Because, wow. Oh, shit. Like, where did this come from? It had, and I've, I've seen this comparison made before, but the, it had the feelings of that Key and Peele skit where <laughs> Jordan Peele is playing Obama, and he gets into office, and he sits down at the big, long table, the, all the Republican representatives, and he just reverse psychologies them yes. to, like, agree yes, with everything. Yes. It has that energy so much and what what makes it even great is they walked into it these these terrible individuals boberg marcia green was it like jim lee or jack lee or whatever his name is jim lee, yeah. like he they all walked right into it and it was amazing tell scott paint a picture so i so there and i know for a fact there was uh, lindsey graham was one and a couple of the other like senators and congressmen were talking about cuts to Medicare and Social Security. The Republicans have been wanting to do that for decades. Jim Lee is has video that has come out from yeah. one of his donor like meetings where he's talking about literally sunsetting Social Security yes. and get ripping it from the he literally yes. says rip it from the roots and get it out of there and Medicaid is next is what he said. Those are his yes. words. Because Medicare and Social Security were Democrat policies that the Republicans were and against. And it's things we all pay for. They were successful. Like, they work. People count on them. And it's not even real socialism. Well, it is technically socialism. I mean, it is. It is socialism, yes. but it's not what they would call socialism because we pay for it. It's an aspect of socialism. Yes. It's not yes. full-on socialism. Which it's, it's, ba it's, basically, for, it's basically a forced retirement plan that the country instills on you so that you can be like, look, when you get your old age, we don't want to hear you complain, so here's some money because you paid into it every year. It's it's a forced retirement plan is what it is, really. I mean, I want to give it to everybody, not just the old people. Yeah, well, that's what, that's, my, that's what my that's what I want to do. Like a like a what's it called the the uh, yeah what's his name uh, the one president candidate was really big into that uh, universal basic income universal basic income yes. that would be social security for everyone. Not to go off on like a left feel tangent but like as the more and more robots take jobs and they're taking the jobs not because they're raising minimum wage they're doing it because it's capitalism and that's what they've fucking done for decades and decades you think uh people make cars no machines make cars okay let's be honest but like the more and more they're gonna jobs are gonna take or uh jobs are gonna be taken by robots what are these people gonna do you can't just sit there and tell them like oh well don't be lazy piece of shit well there's no fucking jobs available not good paying ones i mean you can 
ring out people at Dollar General till they get robots for that. Too. I've always said I'm all for universal basic income, but it has to be at an amount that helps you out. But you still need to work like at least a part time job. You still got to work like, you know, at least like 30 hours a week to like, you know, really make ends meet. You know, like like a supplement, more of a supplemental income as opposed to like purely paying for everything. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of jobs that need done. But like if you give people like money and shit like that, they'll be more willing to do those jobs because they'll be able to pay for their bills and like boost the economy by going out to eat and buying stuff around here. But like people don't seem to get that. So we have documented proof of multiple Republican politicians. <laughs> Yes. Making comments about either sunsetting or cutting Medicare and Social Security. Yes. I don't think it's every Republican. No, it's not. And President Biden himself said that during the speech. He goes, it's not all of you, but it, it is he's some ba- of you. He's basically like, it's not all of you, but we know who we're talking about. Right, we do. We know who we're talking about. And as about. he's saying this during his speech. The people we're talking about. The right starts booing this and calling him a liar. It was a circus. It was insane. There, he's like, he's like, well, yeah, you are. I, we have, it's in your budget. Like, we have this. Like, it's you want to do this. It's in your policy. Because they know it is electoral suicide to say you're coming after those. Because the people who rely on these are the people who vote. Yeah. So if you come out and say we're going to do this, you're going to lose every election from here on out. So they don't want to say they're going to do it, but they still want to do it. Absolutely. So they want to do it on the sneak, right? So all these people, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Jim Lee, many other ones, they just start booing and calling him a liar. Like they were, especially when Mr. Green, they were screaming, liar, boo, liar, we're not doing that, liar, blah, 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 blah. And throughout the entire time he's talking. Dark Brandon hits him with the, okay, so what you're telling me is you're against this. Yeah. So we, we agree. We agree. So right now. He's saying this during his This is the first unanimous policy that we're all agreeing he on, isn't it? script. He just made a policy agreement right there during the State of the Union address with millions and millions of people watching live. Kevin McCarthy looks like he just shit his pants. He is white as a ghost. He's going... He was like, like, he, he was not happy. He was he sat there the entire time. He was just he was just sitting he, every now and then he'd like his idea of like gaining orders to help people. Shh, shh, just give him the old shh, like like the first He's grade like, kindergarten or the first like, grade teacher. Like, like he wanted so badly to wring their necks and be like, shut don't say the, the quiet part out loud. Like shut up. Yes, and right there it, it was like it was like the coolest moment because now if they come for it. It's going to make them look like idiots. Yeah. It's going to make President Biden look 100% right. And they just screwed themselves. It was so – I laughed so hard when I heard that. So what you're saying is – so what we're saying, and, we're, and all all you people out there it's watching, we're agreeing. We're, 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 we're agreeing. We're agreeing right now. We're not touching Social Security and Medicare. We're, we're agreeing that right now. <laughs> everybody in, in attendance, oh, since you are booing this, oh, we're man. agreeing this will never be touched ever again. It is It is a staple of American society. And everybody got quiet. All the Democrats like rose up and started applauding. Democrats started cheering, relaxing. Yeah. I'm like, this is great. I wanted this to th- is must see TV. Kudos to the camera person 
who was who was like taking shots of everybody because he was whoever that is is perfect. Give that person a raise. Every single time he talked, the right people that need to get, get on camera are right there. You had Marge Taylor Green like screaming over the balcony. You had uh, uh, Jim Lee had like the dumbest look of face. He's like, what? What? How? What? What are you talking about? Like he had the Wait, stupidest just, look. It was like the Key and Peele skit. Yeah. Wait, what just happened? Like, yeah. Yeah. Fucking over. Uh, fucking. You Jordan, win. You Jordan win. Peele's. You win. Oh, two O U. We <laughs> should cut taxes on the rich. No, we shouldn't. Spew more taxes under the rich. What is going on? Fine. You know what? You got. You, you know what? I don't. My hands are tied. Yeah, we you need to win. do away with big government. We need to shrink the government. Well, I think we need. Fine. You you drive you a hard bargain. <laughs> I'm see I'm I'm see so I'm good. playing chess now. That's so good. That's so good. I was like anybody there were in, in, I lo- I love going in the comments <laughs> stuff like that. The fucking video is gone. Okay, so this is going to be an audio only podcast unless it's still going. I think the video's still going like on Facebook, but I just can't see it cuz it's still going before. I'm just going to let it keep going and if it ends up being audio only, whatever. Let's just keep talking. Um it was we're working. It, we're working. Yeah, we're working on it. We're 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 dotting the i's and crossing the t's so to speak and everything like that. So um, you doing you doing a, a facial test? Okay, we're good. We're, we're good. Is it still is it still live on Facebook? We're still live on Facebook. So what's going on is every um, to you know pull the curtain back. I'm looking at the live video feed on my Facebook and it keeps cutting out. And I, but you know you said we're good, so we're good. We're good. Uh, I have keep, it pulled keep, up. Keep that pulled up so we can, so we can know. Okay. Um, appreciate appreciate the views and likes. You know, comment all that good stuff. It was it was literally chess level play while everybody was playing checkers it was the definition of playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers yeah it was great it was a good time it, it was, was a good time even if you just watch it for that go you don't have to watch the whole thing just go to youtube look up the highlights that's all you need to do one thing that aggravated me though was uh when this is kind of a th- personal thing but <coughs> biden made the comment we need to pay teachers more yes and the left got up and clapped the right side of the room, they just sat there. Crickets. Like, come on. Why not? That should be that should be an American thing. Like, let's play let's play cops more. Like, everybody should clap to that. Yeah, let's play firefighters more. Yes. Everybody should clap to let's that. Let's play librarian. Let's play nurses more. But, well, well you not not in Florida and Texas and all. You can't pay them anymore because you know that whole thing's going on down there. It's Nazi Germany down there. What do you want me to fucking say? I don't know. With better weather. <laughs> the weather is really nice in Florida. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's really nice. It's pretty good this time around. Yeah. This time of year, but yeah. you know, it's it's Nazi Germany with sunshine and theme parks. Other than that, the Santa's <laughs> took over a college down there. Did you hear about that shit? He took over a college. What would he do with it? Well, like he he like it was it was a college that was known for like. It has like a history of like being one of the fir- I think one of the first colleges in the area that like accepted like minorities and stuff like that and black people and like it was always like a bastion, a beacon of of liberty in that cesspool that is Florida where it's like we accept all people here LGBTQ right. black white uh, Hispanic whatever it doesn't matter you know you're here, and they like instilled like his own people and like the. Um, Board of Trustees and all this other bullshit, and like the president and everything like that. And they're it's a public school. Yeah, because he has he can do it then. Yeah, because he's the governor. Yeah. It's like fucking hell. I yeah. get a headache every time I every time I, I get a headache. When and I'm you know what? Like Here's the thing, man. It's not not that long ago. Florida was a purple state. 
it was a swing state. It was a battleground state. Sometimes it went blue. Sometimes it went red. But you know what happened? Well, we talked about it earlier. Well, the old, old people, people they moved there. And, and they, they wanted to go to the I nice have fa- coast I have of family. Florida. I have family that live in Florida. It, it, I hate to say all of Florida sucks because there's a lot of places that are really great in Florida. And there's good people. And they're not that narrow-minded. But the state has been taken over by the nut jobs. Yeah. That's the problem. So let's not stereotype all of Florida as Florida man. Let's just <laughs> – uh, Let's just say too many. Let's just, Disney's yeah. fucking with people too, though. Your 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 company's fucking with people too. They're talking about laying off thousands of people. It's yeah, like seven thousand jobs, and it's They're like they have more they have more money than God. Yeah, they don't they can't afford to not lay people off. Yeah. Disney is the largest employer in the state of Florida, a- and they have more money than God. They like can you they said. could buy the United but States probably. They or buy they'd be, everything. They'd be else. close. They'd, they'd be buy close everything at least. else. They'd be if 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 Disney if the Disney Corporation was a country they'd be like top fifteen economies in the world, yeah, which is crazy to think about. But yeah, they they're a capitalist corporation. Like, sure, some of the social issues they've been doing the right thing as of late, and they've been fighting DeSantis on social issues. But when it comes to economic but issues, but stories come just as bad, dude. But stories come out all the time about like. And, you know, I'll, I'll admit maybe some of these are disgruntled employees, but like some of them are at least. But, like, stories come out all the time about, like, the working conditions as, like, in their theme That's parks economics. and stuff. That's economics. That's about saving a buck. If they can save a buck and or make a buck, they're going to do whatever it takes. Screw employees. They don't care. They're yeah. capitalists. And this, and but, this but they want wholeheartedly the support. They want the optics out there. Oh, we support the LGBTQA plus community. Yeah. We support uh, children. We support... All the all these other things that they're they're putting out there, uh, but because that makes them look good and yeah. it leads to yeah. people like us saying, "Oh, good job, Disney! I'll watch Black Panther." You know, I didn't watch Black Panther. I didn't watch. We're going to talk about one. Black Panther. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a minute. Before we talk about that, I want to talk about the Gravy Seal on TikTok. The Gravy Seal. That's that's what they call him. Who's the Gravy Seal? Speaking Adam? of TikTok, because uh, I just brought it up. Um, there's this, there's this one viral video that I absolutely love because he gets roasted all the fucking time. Um, it's this guy and he, he's doing it to like the background song. I don't know what the song is called, but you've heard it before. It's like a pseudo rock country song. These are my people or some shit like that. And he's just this dude who's in like a tactical vest and like a bunch of like army gear, and he's got like pistols around him and knives on him and everything like that. And he's surrounded by dummies. I only found out later on by reading the comments that like it's supposed to be like zombie dummies. So he's like doing like a tactical exercise if he's surrounded by zombies. And this dude just like as soon as the video starts, he starts like whipping around in circles, you know, just having his pistol just pat 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 pat. But he's like firing in random directions. He's not even hitting the dummies. He's just firing it all over the place, and then he pulls out the snipe. He's like, "Choo choo!" It's it's like, um, do you remember Star Wars kid? The kid, in case you don't know, the viral video from years ago, who was like swinging around that staff, like he's like the nerdiest kid. He had it like has, a mic stand yeah. that he was using as a lightsaber. Yeah, like it has that energy because, like, first of all, he's fi- he's not even hitting the dummies. He's just firing in random directions, but like he feels cool doing it because he's a fucking badass. You ever shot a gun? Yes. Me too. We talked. We talked about it. That's not. I don't really care. 
You know, I have friends, and these are like... It's fine if you'd like it, but it's not for me. These are like family and friends, and some of them are like left-wing, not like pro-gun control people. And they're all like, yeah, shooting a gun, man. Gave me such a rock-hard boner. It doesn't do it for me. Like, why? It's loud. It and if you're like, like, if you're doing like a rifle or a shotgun, it like hits you in the shoulder and like why? Whatever, I guess. But like, like, I didn't even really like the video games that were like simulating war. I didn't really play those. No, too I love those games. I'll play. The I shit know out you of those did, games. but I like didn't like I. Those weren't the video games I I'll played. Play that carjacking um, street hookers. Sands Goldeneye. That there was the go. exception to the rule. That Dude, game kicked ass. Side no, sidetrack. I never played Goldeneye. But I know all about Goldeneye. Oh, How fucking baller is the pause music in Goldeneye? Isn't that it great? The game in general is good. But the music had no right to be that badass for Nintendo 64. Didn't it just come out for Switch? They might have released it for Switch. I don't know. I thought I heard it got released yeah. for Switch. It's possible. It, part of me wants to get a Switch to play that game because, yeah. Dude, I got a Switch. Dude. It's a fun little thing. If you, if you Download th- Goldeneye. I think, we're playing. I think you would like a Switch. Can you do like multiplayer on it? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, about like that. the old N64 that had the four plugs. Well, like, uh, <laughs> so like that Joy-Con, that red one right there, that blue one from your angle, you can yeah, see it. Yeah, that yeah. could be simu- that could be just be one controller if you want to flipped on its side. You know, like one of those old school controllers. Where it's like you got the one directional button and then the four buttons, and that's all you need, mm. kind of thing. That's all you need for that. Yeah, it's a yeah. really pretty basic game. Yeah, it's from the nineties. I think. What year did Goldeneye come out? I don't know. I didn't play it. No, no, no. The movie. It's oh, based the movie? off the movie. I don't know. It's it's been. Did you just watch some it. Bonds movies recently? Yeah, but I didn't watch any of that shit. You didn't watch any of the Pierce Brosnan. No, Bonds. I didn't watch any. I didn't watch any of the bad ones. The Pierce Brosnan Bonds the, aren't bad. the corny, they're campy, CGI, terrible CGI ridden bad well, ones. That's, the CGI was terrible because that's the technology we had at the time. Yeah, but I can judge it now, and it looks bad. It's not even fun to watch. Like, if you go back to the old Bond movies, at they were all the practical Sean, effects. At least the Sean Connerys are kind of fun to watch a little bit because it's super campy, like, with the effects they had to work with and everything. They also used the best stories because they took the best Ian Fleming stories to make them first. The later movies were the not-as-good Ian Fleming stories. Yeah, and then some of those, weren't some of those, like, not books at all? Some of them were, like... Some of the new ones were... Uh, some of the last Daniel Craig ones. I think the last one wasn't a story at all. No, not that one. No way. 95? No 95. fucking way. Holy shit. That sounds about right. I was six years old. I was probably in God, my teens. Where, where has the time gone? I like Goldeneye. And I, 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 of all the Pierce Brosnan's, I'm it was not going to lie to you. If I was six, I may have never watched that movie. I'll be honest with you. To date? Yes. you got to watch it's Goldeneye. Po- it's possible. I don't know. I'm, you got to watch Goldeneye. I may have never watched it. Well, anyway, we're not getting into my a life Bond is flashing before my eyes. we don't have the time. That could be an entire podcast. We're talking Bond. Yeah. I love James Bond, man. Anyway, guns. People that get rock hard bonus for guns. Yeah, it just don't, doesn't do it for me. No, but it doesn't really do it for me either. I can... Un- I c- Look, if you're doing target practice in like a range, I can see how people might enjoy that. Be- but like, whatever. I'm gonna let people enjoy things. I'm not going to. Is knock that Scott Twenty Twenty Three? Let people enjoy. I'm stuff? going to let people enjoy things unless it's detrimental to society. How's that? Who's to judge what's detrimental to society, Scott? Society itself. Me. That's who. Me. Me. Damn it. <laughs> I've got a microphone and you don't. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Dude, we were talking about Last of Us and we we're going to talk about Black Panther 2. But mm-hmm. before we do that, Burt Bacharach died. 
Burt Bacharach died, man. Dude, every single time I think Burt Bacharach, I think of Austin Powers. Everybody Ladies does. and gentlemen, Mr. Burt Bacharach. I, but I legitimately really like what Burt Bacharach. What the world needs now. He was like one of the original crooners to me. Like him on the piano in the 60s and those melodic vocals. I was a real big fan of Burt Bacharach. This sucks. I mean, he was an old dude, but yeah, but he lived a life. He much lived a respect, good life. much respect, man. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of like fifties tiki lounge music oh, now. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I love that style. Oh, oh, how racist it was back in those days. I mean, it was, but and sexist too. Let's throw that in the pot too. Why not? But we're still a racist. seasoning of bigotry thrown in there. But if you're going to judge the worst of those societies, you can't enjoy any era because every era was racist and terrible. Dude, my mom, our current where we live now is racist and terrible. My mother recently, like the past couple days, I was talking to her. I was at her house and she was talking about John Wayne. I think I can't remember. Who it was. She was talking about an old video where somebody was like um, advocating for like John Wayne in his movie, something like that at Congress. I can't remember who it was. Very famous woman. And I was like, just as like a, being a shit heel, I looked up John Wayne racism. He's a, oh, he's a super racist individual. Oh, really bad. He's a super racist individual. Not only just to black people, but Native Americans too. The the Oscars were what was her name? Sasquatch Littlefeather. I I feel bad because I laughed. I, Did I you was, watch the clip of that? No, but I was really obnoxious when I was talking about it. My mother and Marlon, I kind of laugh about it. Mad respect to Marlon Brando. Okay, one of the greatest. Godfather, excellent. Yeah. He's great. Absolutely great. Um, Streetcar Named Desire. Streetcar Named Desire, one of my all-time faves. But anyway, he uh, won an Oscar. I forget what year it was. It was a long time ago. Won an Oscar. Refused to show up to the Oscar. In his stead, he appoint, uh, I'm probably going to butcher her, her name. It's something like... Sasqueen or Sasqueen Little Feather. Little Feather was her last Little name. Little Feather. Oh, Little Feather. Oh, sorry, Wrong she person. was a she was a Native American uh, woman, and she accepted the w- award on his behalf. And the speech she gave was anti Hollywood's portrayal of the Native American people. Because at the time, what year was this? What year was this again? Oh, it was a long time ago. Uh, I couldn't tell you. I have to Google like it. Like 20s, 30s, 40s, or like later? Oh, no, later like, than that. Like 80s, 70s, 80s? 70s, 60s, or 70s. 70s, probably. Yeah, there's a lot of huge portrayal of, like, of like the Native Western, American racism. That, the that. Western was like the height of the silver screen era, and they portrayed like natives as these wild barbarians, you know? Do you, rem- do you remember whenever you were growing up and, like, you were a kid and you'd be like, oh, we're playing Cowboys and Indians or something like that, and you're like, hey, yo, ho, yo, that, like, racist, like, chant and stuff like that? It was so fun to do it when you are a kid, but now you're like, oh, my God, what was I, like, doing? Like, that's so watching, incredibly insensitive. Okay, watching Peter Pan, one of my favorite Disney films, is very problematic. Yeah. For their portrayal of the Native that's Americans. Of the First Nations people. Yeah. That's going to be the next canceled thing, and I'm going to be sad when it's canceled because. Did I see the video where Wanda Sykes is interviewing that one dude? And they made the joke about like Disney removing like a like a ride because of racist remarks. They and, did, and the they dude was like, "Keep Mountain. it in there because that's the only place in Florida they're going to be able to learn about racism." <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's, that's funny. That's a great one. <laughs> yeah, that you're talking about. They're taking Splash Mountain out, yeah. retheming it, and. 
Yeah, and the movie it's based off of is extremely problematic. Yeah. And, and, and it's got some good music. Zippity doo da. That's from that movie. That's an iconic song. It's so horrible to just think about it. But the movie is oh, oh it, my it, god, it glorifies like the Slavery, plantation living. Like, they now, really, they really had fun when they were on the plantation. It places. was actually, no, really. it was actually antebellum South, so it was post Civil War. Oh, that makes it better. It, but it was like, and this is true. This is true. Like the former slaves still lived and worked on the plantations at, at like they're free now but what can they do exactly where can they go like like what can you, they do? you would say like oh just head north but like you can't just up and just walk on nothing. the road and just walk all they the way. were they, property they till have, last week they don't have like <laughs> supplies they can't just like pack up shit because they have nothing to pack up really the problem with this movie it like glorifies that era and it, it makes the the African Americans <laughs> seem to enjoy this lifestyle, and the white people live in the giant mansion, yeah. and they live in the little huts. It's like and what's it's like, what's the what? one? What's the really famous movie? The um, Gone with the Wind. Yeah, I fucking hate that movie. That movie's garbage. It's a good movie. That movie's fucking you. Like I had, I had another conversation with a, a fellow podcaster uh, a few years ago. Yeah. We were talking about the movie, and he was very like, "Yeah, it's a, it's still a good movie. Like, I understand it's a problem. It's still a good movie." And I was like, "When I watched that movie, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. But like, holy shit! It portrays that air. I mean, there are it, some problematic it's, things. It portrays yes. the same air that you have the one uh, overweight black woman who's playing the slave who lo- or uh, who loves, you know, love Massa, love Massa, and shit like that. I'm like, that's oh how yeah, song, yeah. And I'm that's like, how Song of the South is too. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? What? But it's almost like a period piece. Yeah, you have to say it's su- as it's horrible a- as it is. That's how life was. It's back a shit then. movie too, by the way. You take out the racism, mm. it's still a shit movie. It's not a good movie, and you know what? Fuck it, fuck, change frankly, the- Adam, frankly, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I admit there's a lot of there's a lot of quotations we see okay. today that come from that movie. But cue the meme. Change my mind while I'm sitting in the park and shit like the table. Change my mind. Uh, it's still a shit movie, regardless. So, <sighs> what you been watching? I was going to that. I thought we were still talking about something else. All right. What no, I've been watching. let's move on. Right, we can, let's we, move we on. We, we, right. we, went off, we went off the rails. We did. We started bringing up Song of the South and Gone with I the Wind. I feel like there was a point we were trying to make, and we really just like I, went somewhere else with it. Gravy okay. Seal and racism and... Oh yeah! Look up that video, people. Like the look up, world. Look up the look up the Navy Seal dude who fights zombie dummies. You'll get a laugh out of it. So what is I he have? A great big fat person. He's an overweight dude. He's okay. like thick, typical Southern white dude. It looks like he had a shaved head. Definite like small beard, goatee kind of thing going on. Sunglasses, all that stuff. I sounded like Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lamb. I, so uh, was she a great big fat person? <laughs> That's a good Sky. movie. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. I don't know if I'd want to make comparisons of myself to that. That's just yeah. saying. <laughs> tangent. Another tangent real quick before we talk about movie you're watching. So I, I listened to – so what do you think of Steve uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin? What do you think of him? You, you like, see him as like a douchebag individual? Like, like white, white, <laughs> we're talking like about, white we're trash, talking about piece of shit. Like, Ask it again. What do you think of Stone Cold it Steve Austin? It doesn't matter what I think of Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was The Rock. That was The Rock. 
Hell yeah! That's that's Stone Cold. So big I, fan. I saw big a, fan. So I saw a video recently, and there was an interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I've, I've I don't know how I wound out on Steve Austin TikTok, but like I've, it's a good place I've, to be. I've come across a few videos. I saw one video where he's talking to this interviewer, and they were like going off about like why he shaved his head for the WWE, and he went off on the story for it, and it basically boils down to he was in his late twenties and his hair started thinning. He doesn't want to be a wrestler like with thinning hair because that doesn't look good. So he shaved his hair, but mm-hmm. they had to like think of a name for him and stuff like that. And it was it was a whole thing. But I was listening to this one interview. I don't know how long ago it was, but he's he was asked about like gay marriage and like LGBTQ oh. stuff and everything. He's a like. national treasure. He's like, what do I give a fuck about what they do? I don't care. Like it doesn't affect me. Like let them do what they're gonna let. Leave them alone and leave them be. Let, if they want to get married, let them get married. Who gives a shit? What do I care? I've only said I love you to two people. And that was Stone Cold Steve Austin and a man in a dark club that I confused for Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> That's from the good place. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to say it. I, I like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I like I've the beca- guy. I've become a fan of him. I think I might li- – these days, given what's been going with The Rock, I might like him a little more than The Rock a little Rock. bit. No, but like he's – those accusations of the DCU, it's not really a big deal or anything like, oh, he's – like, he's the reason why Henry Cavill almost wasn't coming back as Superman, but apparently he is coming back as Superman now, apparently, according to what James Gunn said. What? But, like, it's not fully— He's back? It's not fully—he might be. I don't know. This is this is the this is what happens when you have the DCU and you DC give— DC can't catch a break. They're like—it's—I think I think their whole thing is confusion right now. Let's just confuse the fuck out of people and just release what we want to release. Henry Cavill might be back as Superman now. Bring him back as The Witcher. That's what I want. Toss a coin to your witcher. So Liam Hensworth is a piece of crap. No, I can't blame him for it. I blame him for cheating on Miley Cyrus. Oh, I don't she give a shit about that. buy herself flowers. She can hold her own hand. Do you think Miley Cyrus never cheated on him? She never did. I don't buy it for a second. You're judging her banger's persona, okay? She is playing a character. She was true. For a long time there, she was known to be a drug experimentation. Not like hardcore drugs, like heroin and stuff like that. But like, you know, like weed and maybe little shrooms, stuff like that. Maybe we do that, like Adam. That we do like that. that. But, like, but, like, but she was also experimenting with the promiscu- promiscuity of like, you know, multiple partners. And like, maybe I'm gay. Maybe when I'm bisexual. When she was single. When she was single. She's allowed to do that. But once she got married, she was honest to God. How do you know? Because I love Miley. Do you? Do you? Are you? Is she your next door neighbor right now? Is that? Is that what's going on? Have you been? Sp- I will defend her to the end. Come on, you know she's got paparazzi up her ass yes. all hours of the day. If she would have been running around with somebody, she would have been caught, just like everybody else who's in the public eye gets caught. You think, one way or the you other. Think everybody gets caught. You think everything has come out with everybody? Do you honestly? I think, think that? more get caught than don't. If she's as clever as you I think say, that's a fair if she's assessment. as clever as you say she is, she's not getting caught, Scott. She knows how to work around that. If she's as slick as you say what she is, what do you have against Miley? Dude? I don't. It's just because you're so passionate. I about love it. I Miley. I don't have a problem with Miley. I, I don't love her, great. but I don't have a problem with it. I think she's talented and I wonderful. I think her music sucks, kind of, but what? like, what? I do. I kind of think her music Get out. sucks. Get out of here! <laughs> you're throwing me out of my own home. <laughs> I'm about to. <laughs> She's like Uncle Phil me, DJ Jazzy Jeff just it, toss me it, out. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. Don't you dare talk about Miley Cyrus, dude. I, I but you leave on, you leave Taylor Swift out of your horror mouth. Myself, 
found myself on Fresh Prince of Bel Air TikTok too, and it's always Uncle Phil like motivational stuff. It's always like the sad scenes from Fresh Man. Prince of Bel Air. It's always like the scene where Will Smith is like getting the most because his dad wasn't doesn't want to be around him. Or... That episode hits you in the Holy field. shit. Uh. Uncle Phil's dead, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sad. James Avery, the voice of the Shredder he in the animated in, was, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He was Let's, in a couple of the Star Trek, too. Yeah. Star Trek Enterprise. He was He's a, he great. He Klingon. He was, okay. He was my second TV dad. I hate to say who my first was. Oh, oh, oh I can't wait for this one. <laughs> it was Dr. Huxtable. But <laughs> we were not going to talk about that. My second TV dad was Uncle Phil. He was just so genuine and so... And, and they're putting uh, what's from uh, Family Matters, the dad from Family Matters, yeah. from Urkel. Yeah. He's in those commercials right now. TV dad. Have you seen those? They're great. They're great. But I'm like, I like him. I can't think of that dad unless I think about that Keen Peel skit with him, with Jordan Peel playing as that dad and him running into like the executive's office who's like uh, Keegan Michael P. Key, who's like snorting cocaine on the desk and everything like that. He's like, God damn it. Like. Uh, he's like going off on me like this is supposed to be a show about family and then fucking Urkel Mania just comes in and just steals the entire show like he's just going off on him and it's 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 a great, it's a great did story. you watch Family Matters I watched a few episodes like the, it late, was, it the was, later seasons got crazy I probably watched Kenan and Kel more than I watched Family Matters okay. but, but but the later seasons Urkel like starts experimenting with like time travel yeah and, like, shit, he goes like, nuts like I'm like what what's going like this wasn't is this not, supposed to be like a family yes, like sitcom or like TV show like a regular yeah <laughs> But the early seasons before Urkel was the main focus was was incredible. But he was also the cop in Die Hard. Yes, he was. <laughs> he <laughs> and he was. played a cop in Family Matters. I yeah. think he was the same character. Was he a co- I think it was a crossover. Was he, do you th- do you think, was he a cop in real life and he just transitioned to being an I actor? Just, I just think Family Matters and Die Hard exist in the same universe. I think he's the same character. But I could be wrong. I don't know. That's a well, good question. Okay, what year did – okay, let's let's line up the years. What year did Die Hard take place? Die Hard, what, the first one. What year – early 90s? What was it? Early, mid-90s? Late 90s? What was Probably it? Probably the first one might have been late 80s. Late 80s? That is right. It is an 80s movie. Fuck me. I forgot why I got in this tangent. Where John Wayne's a racist. John circle, Wayne is cir- a racist. Circle back around. I'm going I'm to – so anybody who's like a John Wayne advocate, I want to read a few lines of some shit that uh, he's quoted in saying. Oh, okay. John uh, Wayne's a racist. John, John Wayne uh, quoted in saying, real line, I believe in white supremacy. Well, that's a fucking red flag right there. Until the – quote, it's not me, until the blacks are educated to a point of responsibility. But they yeah. won't let them get educated. That was the whole problem. Yeah, and this is his, this is one of his quotes from talking about Native Americans. I don't feel we did wrong in taking this great country away from them. Our so-called stealing of this country from them was a matter of survival. There was there were great numbers of people who needed new land, and these Indians were selfishly trying to keep it for themselves. That's a John Wayne quote. Anyway, I was talking about Little Feather. What's we'll call her Little Feather? Yeah. She was giving the Marlon Brando acceptance speech, and as she's talking about how Hollywood portrays Native Americans and First Nations people in a, in a terrible light, he tried to go up on stage and fight her. He had to be held back. He's like he doing a Marjorie Will, Taylor. He tried to Will Smith of Chris Rock. He was Marjorie Taylor greening, like screaming, liar, like, like as he's being held back by like some other – like Fred Astaire's like got him in a <laughs> got him in a full Nelson. <laughs> it's like 
Like Humphrey Bogart's like grabbing onto his <laughs> leg. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? <laughs> By the way, you can feel free, audience, to fact check me on those quotes. I didn't do a lot of research. I'm going to tell you right now, I, I Joe Rogan that stuff. I didn't do a lot of research, so oh, feel yeah. free. But if you're going to fact check me, you have to do an audio format. So you have to record yourself and then email said video to fordistraction at gmail.com. Yes, yes. I've been checking the email lately. Have you? Yeah. Getting some good, getting some good feedback. Good, so. I haven't. I've been doing school shit. That's okay. I've been checking it. So, send us an email at fourdistraction at gmail dot com, and if it's worth it, we'll put it on the air. Yeah, speaking of school, I finished like not my entire senior project, but I finished a lot of oh, it. Your past couple weeks. Yeah, I finished a lot Dude, of it. Proud of you, not, bud. Not, it's not done, but I finished a lot of the really hard shit that I had to do. I finished, so I finally made. For those of you that don't know, that don't aren't just obsessive about the show. I'm a CIS major who decided for his capstone is going to write an agent, and it's an agent, and a basic AI. Like the Matrix? Yeah, like the Matrix. Like Mr. Anderson. <laughs> At one point, the program says Mr. Hugo Weaving was so good in that role. <laughs> he was, too. They, how could they not bring him back? For he's good in Lord line? of the Rings, too. He's great in everything. Mm-hmm. What is he not good in? He was he, you know, He's good in Captain America's Red Skull. Oh, yeah. He yeah, is. right? He was fucking great. Man. So I finished, I finished my smart agent okay. that plays Klondike Solitaire. And then you know what my professor told me when we were talking about, like, my next step? I was describing my dumb agent because I had to write a dumb agent that, like, just doesn't know how to play, just kind of th- does random moves. Apparently, I wrote a fucking dumb agent that was too dumb. I have to make my dumb agent a little smarter before I can actually do the comparison. Right now, my dumb agent is a toddler playing Solitaire, just throwing cars, and the game has to babysit it. Like, oh, you know, you can't do, make that roll, can't make that So I got to fucking do other shit. But, like, I'm so close to being done. Three months, people. Three months, and I might be dude. a college graduate. Dude, we're going to have such a huge party. Yes. Dude, we're going to get so drunk. It's going to be... We're going to be so drunk on this show. I'm going to be so shwasted on the show dude, when it's finally over. I can't over. wait. That's going to be a special episode. Holy shit. Just it's going to be Adam no blues. longer talks oh about school. Oh, my God. Now I got to talk about getting a job. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. That's going to be so <laughs> Talks much fun. Talks about work, getting a job. It's going to be so much fun. I'm proud of you, man. Thank Keep you. it up. Keep up Thank the good you. work. Keep up the good work. Let's talk about shows and movies. Oh, we've started this, and yeah. Shows and I movies. I didn't watch Black Panther 2. Reason Black I didn't Panther watch- 2, Wakanda Forever, has dropped on Disney+. Plus. Did. I watched it the night it came <coughs> out. You haven't watched it yet. So I didn't watch it because I didn't feel... The need to watch it didn't really. I'm not. I was never motivated to really watch Black Panther two but with all the ads, I the commercials, loved, and everything. I loved loved the first. It Black was Panther. great, and I loved it mostly because I love Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. T'Challa. Yes, that's most of the reason why. Because Chadwick was amazing in that role, and I loved it. And then he unfortunately passed, and so now they passed the mantle on to what's his sister's name? Princess Shuri. Princess Shuri. Who was great in the first one. She's fine. And she's great in Avengers. I think she's fine. She's not good enough to hold her own movie, though, in my, in my opinion. Plus, when I saw the ads for Namor, I was like, this dude looks goofy as fuck. He doesn't look like a cool villain I really care about watching. Dude has wings or flippers on his ankles. I don't know. They're wings. And that's part of the that's part of the lore. That's a and you know what? That worked Take it in, up with Stan Lee if you don't like that it. That worked in comic format. They, I don't think they made it work, at least for in the terms of the ads. I don't think they made it work on the big screen format. Just saying. So 
you tell me though. You saw the movie. Did it work? I'm trying not to give any spoilers away because I still want you to watch it. And you said you will eventually. You just... I'll get around. Right, right. It's it's one of those Marvel movies where I'll get around to it. Like I'll get around to She Hulk in like five or ten years. Eventually, I'll get around. Well, she Hulk was show. good. Yeah, but that's a show. Shows are a little bit harder. Yes. You can sit down and watch a movie in two hours and. And, and the much, as much as I loved the first one, I was so excited to watch this. And honestly, I feel like I loved Princess Shuri more than you. She's so kick-ass in oh, the first Black Panther movie. She's great. And, I don't and have a problem in with her. Infinity War and Endgame. She was like, great. Well, she, in Endgame, she didn't have Endgame, much. Endgame, she just shows up and fights. Yeah. But in Infinity War, she was important. Yes. Remember, she was trying to yes. fix Vision? Yeah. Like, I love her. Love her. But... I hate to do this to myself, but I'm going to. Have at it. She can't hold a whole, whole movie by herself, can she? It's not that. Are you sure? I have a prejudice against her now. Oh, because of her uh, uh, actor, the actress's beliefs in real life? She turned out to be the actress who plays her. You have a problem with her beliefs, but you have no problem listening to Kanye West and R. Kelly still? Based on their da- daily interaction. Really? Why you gotta bring up old shit? <laughs> we just talked about it last episode. Yeah, but you, that's old. Okay. You are literally like, can I not listen to R. Kelly and Kanye West anymore? Is it because she's a woman, Scott? Is that why? It's not because she's a woman. And I know that th- this episode is going to be like the problematic theme. Have you noticed? Because have you noticed the past few episodes, the past like like ten episodes, I keep trying to portray you as the insensitive racist and bigoted individual that you're not but it's funny one thing that drives me crazy is hypocrisy and you try to portray me as a hypocrite at every turn and i really hate that because (laughs) the look on your face is funny the look on your face whenever i brought up kanye was in Kelly was priceless it was great i (laughs) do not like them as individuals but I said this. I said this an episode ago. Yeah, I enjoy some of their music. They got some bops. So why can't you like Black Panther two and like Shiri while not liking her as an individual, Scott? I could. I could. You're, you're but just, I don't. You're just, I don't know why. You're choosing to be unbiased or to be biased is what you're doing. <sighs> Listen to him. I have no defense to that. No, you don't. I don't have a defense to that. <laughs> I feel bad about it. I feel terrible about it. I've derailed your whole I, argument. I feel, I, feel really, I feel really bad about it, but that's exactly right. She was just – she put production back. Okay, she messed, the, she messed with the chi of the movie because Wrong she, movie. What? Shang-Chi. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, wrong she movie. She messed with the vibe. You, you got it, audience. You get it. She messed with the vibe of the film because she would not wear a mask. Yeah. And they were filming this during COVID. Yeah, prime COVID. Like prime they, like, time like COVID. Every single other actor, crew, grip, best boy, assistant to the best boy, lighting crew, everybody had to have the mask on. The executive producer, the associate producer, the producer, the director, all of them had to have masks on on the set. But she's like, mm-mm. You got to love those names from mm-mm. that Biff video TikTok I sent That's you. That's a great video, by the way. <laughs> so How good. much do I love it's that guy? So he is hilarious. He's great. 
for those of you who don't know, the guy who played Biff Tannen in Back to the Future, he's a funny dude in real life, and he did like some musical, so like, good. on-stage comedic stuff. But he has a so song good. talking about people coming up to him, asking about Back to the Future. With him. He's like, I don't fucking know. Just don't ask. It's hilarious. Look it up. So good. Oh, what is the best back boy the do? He helps the key grip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time I watch the credits now, I sing that song in my head when I see the <laughs> Yes, I imagine your wife is so annoyed. You ask your wife, hey, what does the best boy do? Fucking Scott. <laughs> what does he do, Scott? He helps the key grip. What's the key grip do? <laughs> helps the main grip, which I don't know. <laughs> Stop asking me the question. That's so good. Man, what a guy. He's so he goes funny. to Comic-Cons. I'd so like him to come. I would meet him at a Comic-Con. He'll probably, charge, he'll probably charge 50 bucks for oh, a handshake yeah. and a photo. Dude, but. what's he done lately? Dude needs a paycheck, but like, he's a funny dude. Oh, man. <sighs> so at any rate, uh, I have a real hard time getting past how she acted. Yeah. I mean, she's not like, what, what else does she do besides Princess Shuri? I mean, maybe she's done other things, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm, you got me curious. I'm not you. privy to them, to be brutally honest. And she's going to carry the mantle as the new Black Panther? We did talk about Goldeneye. Holy shit. I forgot about that. We talked about Goldeneye. Sorry, sorry Goldeneye came up on my MDB, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So Michael B. Jordan makes a cameo. Does he really? How? It's. I Is can't it a give. Flashback? I can't give. No, it's not a flashback. Well, that answers the I, question. He's alive. Uh, I, I can't. You give spoiled away. it. I Good can't job. give away spoilers. Way to fucking go, dude. But he's great. Oh man, yeah, do I love him? That's because Michael B. Jordan just great. Michael B. Jordan is so good. He is. Like, put him in everything. Hollywood, you're listening to our show right now. Put him in everything. She's got a catalog on IMDb. Yeah, it's dating all the way back to like early 2000s. Like her earliest, like. I think movie thing is like 2011. She's, she's pretty young, man. But like 2011, 2012, 2015, she's got some stuff like some maybe some like TV shows, but also some. She's in Doctor Who. What episode of Doctor Who was she in? Well, she's British, I think. She was in an episode of Doctor Who. She's 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 got a catalog, dude. Anyway, I I like her character, but I have a real hard time with how she acted and putting protection back and refusing to wear a mask and not getting vaccinated and. Uh, that, I really had a hard time with that. But back to the movie, T'Challa, Chadwick Boseman passed away. Yeah. Did they say you know what? T'Challa back to You know what? Away? You're going to give me the woman thing again when I say this. You know, An- <laughs> you know Anthony Mackie's right wing, too. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I liked Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. I had no problem with him. <clears throat> You're going to say because he's a man, aren't you? I don't have to say so. You said it for me. <laughs> but I, I, just, I just don't know why I couldn't get past that. Here's the other problem I had. You brought up Namor. You brought up the villain being Namor. He looks so fucking goofy. He's not bad in it. But, but he here, looks but here's so my problem. And, and maybe some, not badass. Maybe some of our listeners and some of our viewers you know what can he help reminded me. me of? And Rick, Rick and Morty. What's his name? The, the King of the Ocean or whatever in Rick and Morty. What's his name? Oh, man. What's his name? Mr. Mr. Nimbus. Mr. Nimbus. When I saw his image and I Mr. saw Nimbus. he reminded me of like Mr. Nimbus. And I know he's it's based probably, off. Yeah, that. yeah, I know that. But like I saw it and I was like, I can't get the image of Nis- Mr. Nimbus out of my head because Namor came first. They I based know. Mr. Nimbus off of Namor. But that but he, that implies he's a goofy fucking character. You're you've Disney redesigned <laughs> a number of different like rewrote and redid a number of different things in terms of the Marvel Cinematic Universe when comic books. Why can't you just 
redesign Namor to be a he's little m- bit more badass. Because he was portrayed as Mayan, and that was their culture. And if they changed that, that would be appropriation, and it would be problematic. That's the name of the episode. Everything is problematic. It is, too. <laughs> it's true. It is, though. Well, we live in Nazi Germany now. They just did it on South Park. Yeah, yeah. Everything is problematic. Everything is problematic now. But he still looks so goofy. He doesn't. He look. I and I know I couldn't, but he looks like I could kick his ass. All right. Here's my issue. And maybe do you know? I don't know if you know this about the comics. I didn't read the comics. No, I did not. But I bring this up all the time because one of my favorite things was the Avengers arcade game. Yeah. I always played as Hawkeye. Yes. And level three, maybe four, it was one of the levels. It was an underwater level. And you had like one of those apparatuses, like a James Bond movie. Yeah. And like I, I always played as Hawkeye. You, you're fighting bad guys underwater. And Submariner is what they called him. Yeah. Because his, in the comics, he's Namor the Submariner is what the name of the comics yeah. was. But they refer to him as Submariner in the game. He helps you. He's a good guy. I feel like he was a good guy in the comics, too. He's Marvel's version of Aquaman. Like new Aquaman. Well, DC's predates Marvel. Marvel yes. rips a lot of DC yes, off. Yes, but like it seems like he is, so like Aquaman was a joke character for a long time, and then he was remade kind of as like, now he's the king of Atlantis, and he's kind of a badass. So like he's more kind of like that version of Aquaman, where like he's leader of like well, an underwater Atlantis civilization. Atlantis is Aquaman. Tanoctalon is... I'm making comparisons, okay. Scott. But at any rate, it's it's a Mayan culture. Yes. But I, you, he would come and help the Avengers. Like Submariner came in the video game when you were in the underwater level. You couldn't play as him, but he was like assisted you. Like Wasp assisted you on the street level. Does anybody remember the Avengers arcade game? I remember. I didn't. I never played it, dude. I have it for Sega Genesis. Like. I loved this game. still have a Sega Genesis, too. I loved this game. You know what? This game was so fun. For research next week, go back and play that game and tell me, like, what the dialogue says so maybe you can learn a little something because you're you're, you're looking back on memory. I need to buy a new system. My my Genesis shit the bed. Shucks. But I have all the cartridges. (laughs) So if I can buy... They're not that much. I guarantee... Like 30 bucks. I guarantee you can go on Amazon... And buy an updated, like, cheapo system that will play your cartridges that is, like, newly made. I know. But that will play your cartridges. You can buy them for, like, regular Nintendo. Yeah, you can can get, like, Super Nintendos that have been made now, that have been manufactured, that are cheap, that will still play your cartridges. Like, they're 30. Are they 16 bit or 32 bit? What was Genesis? Sega Genesis was 16. 16. That's nothing. Nintendo was 8 bit, so Super Nintendo was 16 bit, and then they jumped to. 30 or 64, 64 bit, and then it's 64, obviously. Oh, 64 was 64. 64 yes. There was no 32 bit? I don't know. There might have been a two. That's a 16 to 64 is a big jump. Thing. They might have been a, there might have been a 32 bit system. I don't know. Or maybe they just made games that were 32 bit that were made I do remember Nintendo 64 looking <laughs> fucking kick ass. Yes. When it first came out, like I remember playing Star Fox 64, great game. Yeah. And being like, my head's going to explode because oh, yeah. I'm used to playing my I'm 60 bits. I'm flying a space plane. Yeah. That was oh a fun game. Oh, my God. That was a fun game. Yeah, it was. But I loved Sega Genesis. 16-bit is like nothing. No. Like, that can be re- recreated so easily. Yes. It can. You can play it on your phone right now. And really? St- you can. And still you have can, plenty yeah. of room to play other shit. <laughs> yeah, right. 
So <laughs> you're not wrong. So you're not wrong. You could play. You could play it on your digital fridge. All those fridges that have like those digital screens and shit like that. You, you could, could play probably, it on there you easily. Probably, you probably could. I, I guarantee. Don't have a, I don't have a smart fridge, but you, if I you did, you could play it in your Tesla. You could play it right on that screen. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. I guarantee you could play it on. It's not much to it, but I loved this arcade game. Do you remember arcades? Yes. How good were arcades? My problem with arcades is they it was another capitalist thing. They, they cost money. They inten- no, not even that. They, they intentionally did. make the games hard so that you can't beat the games. Oh, so yeah. you have to oh, keep yeah. pumping quarters in. I've never beat. <clears throat> I loved the Avengers arcade game, and I had the cartridge for Sega Genesis. But I loved playing it on the arcade style even more. That never was, beat it. That never was a, beat that it. was a big problem when they started releasing games. When they they had the arcades and they started making home systems. And then they started releasing their arcade games on home systems. Right, that was a big right, problem right. because they were just directly transferring them to the cartridges so you can sell it to you. But they were still hard as fuck. So hard, right? Still hard. As, yeah, they were still incredibly hard. I remember playing like, okay. So back in the. Here we go. This is going to be good. This is a good conversation. It's not going to be. It's not. I don't know if it's gonna be good, but it's going to be nostalgia based. So back in like nostalgia. the mid to like around the mid 90s, mid to late 90s. Mm-hmm. My great-grandmother, I spent a lot of time in Grove City. It's a lot of time in Grove City. I, I don't Because we lived in Mercer. Not and too then, far away, right? No, yeah. it's not too far away, but it's like the opposite way of Her- – like right. you, have, you have like Hermitage and you have Mercer. you got to go then, east and instead then of coming west. And Grove City is like the opposite direction of Hermitage. Right. You have to go that way. And so we spent a lot of time in Grove City. My grandmother used to take like her laundry into the laundromat down there. I used to go with her all the time to help her and stuff right, like right. that. We used to go to that pizza hut down there in Grove City <gasps> all the time. All the, I, you and know, they I had made, the arcade. I ate so many personal pan pizzas when I was young. It was nuts, and I would always, always, always Dude, my, my, ask my mom, my grandma, "Can I get a quarter so I can play Mortal Kombat?" Because it was Mortal Kombat. They had their all the that was what they had for a long Ooh, time. I always played the Pac Man they had there. They did have Pac Man. They did. Yeah. I think they had two. They had Mortal Kombat and Pac Man. I yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to play Mortal Kombat because I didn't have a Sega Genesis. Oh, I did. We were a Nintendo family up until PlayStation. Okay. And so I was like, I want to play Mortal Kombat, and like occasionally, you know, your mom gives you a couple quarters. Oh yeah, go play and stuff like that. They had Mortal Kombat for N sixty four, didn't they? They might have, but I never had oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe they did, but I, didn't, I never I had they it. they did. Maybe not. I thought they did. They, no, they did. They did. Okay. So I remember. So Mortal Kombat for Sega Genesis was, was very bloody and gory and oh, stuff like yeah. that. They didn't oh. They didn't include all that gore and blood in the Nintendo Super Nintendo version mm. because Nintendo was very like, you know, it's Japanese company. So like, why do we have all this fucking blood and gore? We, we have Super Mario in our system. Why, why do we need well, this? Well, Sega was Japanese too. Was it? It might. Yeah, right. But like I think Nintendo's attitude then was because we have like we have kid games and we've got like Super Mario we've got all we got like were, this yes, and the other yes. things so, like why would we want you know like you blood and gore on our Kirby's system. spine out like. yeah no <laughs> finish him <laughs> but yeah we used, I used to, I used to play our that's that's honestly that's most I never went to like an actual arcade. That was like the, my oh, most experience with an actual arcade was like I'm going older to than you, Hut. but I spent so much time at arcades. I did not know. We had at the Shenango Valley Mall. All right, all our fans who remembers Pocket Change Park at the Shenango Valley Mall. I never went there. Oh, the time I spent there, Pocket Change Park. I would I would go through so I'd blow through quarters like it was not a thing. Just you get tickets for playing some of the arcade games, but I just like playing the. Pinball and oh my god, 
Oh my god! It was like when I watched Stranger Things, I think this these kids were me. <laughs> like I did this shit. I went I went to the mall and went to the Pocket Change Park Arcade and spent hours there. I got accused. I might have told the story in the podcast. I forget. I got accused of using fake money. Really? Pelak. I wonder if Pelak. He was with me. I ran into. I ran to him this past. Week. Oh, you did. I saw him. Yeah. Yeah. Pelak and I. <laughs> Pelak and I were at Pocket Change Park, and we just had some dollars. And they had, like, a change machine. You had to put the dollar in to get the quarters out and go use them on the machines. And we had one dollar. Like, wouldn't take it. Wouldn't take it. So we got, at the time, it was probably like some high school kid working there. I'm like, we can't, can we get change for this? He's like, if, it, if the machine's not taken, I can't take it. And, like, we worked at a skating rink. Yeah. We know that's not the case. Like, yeah, give me that. Here. You send somebody to the person who can yeah. take oh, it. Oh, this, the machine's not working? Go to the front office. Go to the front office. They'll they give will you four be tokens. more than happy to change your money. Exactly. Yes. And he's like, it must be fake. He, like, accused us of using counter, a counterfeit $1 bill to get four quarters to play the video games. Dude is the CEO of that fucking arcade. Yeah, I don't know what that he guy's... I, I, hope, I hope he has hemorrhoids right now in life. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> we were like twelve-year-old kids wow, playing arcade. That's hard. that's hard. He's older than me, so he very well might. You might have cancer right now. You don't <laughs> oh, know. Jesus, I wouldn't wish cancer on him. No, that's but, that's hard. But, but something livable that's painful. You didn't get to have a stroke last week. You don't know. I, I, you don't I know. I'm gonna ask Pilak if he remembers. <laughs> if he remembers getting accused of using counterfeit dollar pills at the pocket change park. Good times. Let's talk about Last of Us. Last of Us. Let's talk about Last of Us. So. Uh, we missed last week, obviously, recording, so we have two episodes to talk about briefly. I feel like I'm going to mostly talk about episode three, not so much about episode four. Oh, episode three. Episode, episode three, three was great. It was amazing. It's the first major departure from the video game, though. None of that happened in the video game. None of it happened at all. So I watched the TikTok, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you played the game. It, they said in the TikTok that none of that happened in the game, but... The game was more ambiguous. Yes. Like, you could... You could have assumed. So assumed that this happened in the game, but they didn't so show it. So, in the video game, you, when you come across Bill, it's mm -hmm. it's not an emotional scene. It's a full action sequence. Like, you come across Bill as Joel and Ellie, and you're, like, basically spending the entire time running and fighting from uh, infected. So, like... You come across this like small town, like this large town area. You're walking through a warehouse, and Joel gets stuck in one of those like Looney Tunes loop around his ankle traps, and he's like hanging upside down. And it's this entire sequence. And I was hope I was kind of hoping to see this in the show, where he's hanging upside down, and Ellie's trying to like cut the rope to like or like release him so he can fall down. And Joel's busy like shooting infected, hanging upside down. No way. That's what he has to do to like keep them off so that she can release them so they can get the fuck mm -hmm. out of there. And, like, when you meet Bill in the game, he's very much like Ellie. He's sarcastic, loudmouth, fuck you, fuck this bullshit, loner, survivalist individual who's like, don't touch my bullshit. Like, you got to be a loner. You, you got to be by yourself and stuff like that. He's very loudmouth. He's not it in the show when they portray him. And you never actually meet Frank because you come across his dead body in the game because he gets bitten. And rather than, like... Are progressing to be infected, he hangs himself mm -hmm. and just come across his dead body. So there's allusions to the fact that Frank was like you know, like Frank used to run with Bill in the gang in the game, and there's allusion to the fact that Bill thought more of Frank than just like a douchebag dude that like worked with him. Like he kind of thought of him as a friend. 
I didn't see relationship in there, but he calls it him can his be, partner, right? Yes, yes. It can be. It well, can partner be, can have two meanings. Yes, it it, it can be maybe um, pull from that that maybe there was more of a relationship in there, but this is where the show really just veers off from the actual game itself. Does that anger you? No, I don't really care because it was a great episode, and and Bill was such a small part of the game. I don't really care that they change him that much. Mm-hmm. Like you, once you go through the scene with Bill and the sequence of the game, and you move on, you never see him again. Does he stay there, and you go on without him? Yeah, he, yeah, he fucks. He stays there because he likes being a loner and living on his own, and just like you fuck off west. Mm-hmm. But this episode, man, I I'll be honest with you, it was very well written, very emotional, and. It hit me. It hit me in the tears a little bit. I I, I squeezed a tear or two out at the end of it. It was an incredibly. I did not. I actually didn't see it ending this way. Like, I assume that, and I'm gonna assume that you guys watched it. We'll talk about it a little bit, but I'm assuming you guys watched it. Spoiler alert. Um, spoiler alert. Like at the end of it, at the end of the episode, whenever Bill has to come to terms with the fa- the fact that Frank has cancer, mm-hmm. that Frank is gonna sacrifice himself and kill himself so that you know he could be done with the pain and anguish of living because I can't imagine having a de- any any debilitating disease in the post apocalyptic universe because you got no like you have to rely on just medicine that you know Joel and uh, Tess was like providing them and stuff like that they were buying off them and it, like you got no doctors no MRIs no X-rays nothing like that I, c- I could never imagine it but like I never saw Bill killing himself at the same time never saw that coming at all but it was sad it was emotional and it, it got you in the feels a little bit so we talked about this before we were recording, but episode one, when the daughter gets killed, yes. I cried like a baby. You 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 finally feel what gamers have felt for years. Episode two, so sad. Episode two was good. It was okay, but I didn't cry. Episode three, the end. Yeah, I cried like a baby. It was much less a post-apocalyptic action fighting zombies episode, and more these two homosexual men find each other in this apocalypse it is a great love story and it's there it's not even there like how do they survive it's how does their relationship flourish in post-apocalyptic america in post-apocalyptic suburbs like it, it's how this relationship flourry, flourishes and it's spreading out over the period of like 10 12 years however long it is actually i think it's like 20 years isn't it yeah something like that. it's like because it was 2003 whenever the incident hit in the show and then it's 2023 now 20 so years so it's yeah. like 20 it's their entire like 20 year span and just jumping every now and then just jumping like five years we're jumping five years here and stuff like that to like see where they're at and how the relationship has progressed and then you get to the scene where the like raiders and those gangsters are like you know trying to like bang down the gate and bill has such good defenses set up and he's just sitting there firing at them and then it goes from that action scene cut to Many years later, and Frank is in a wheelchair sitting on the porch. I'm like, what the fuck? Holy shit. Mm-hmm. It was sad. It was, it was very sad. If, if you don't like feeling stuff, don't watch that episode. But, like, it was... You don't really need the episode, I don't think, for the most part, for the actual story. It was kind of like an episode that was by itself. Like, the it, most amount of continuation of the story you have was, at the end of the episode... Ellie and Joel come to the house and they just take the truck and then move on because the, he left a note like, hey, Joel, I'm sure you're going to be the one that's going to find this. You have all so my supplies. To whom it may concern, yes, probably Joel. <laughs> yeah, basically it was that. You feel free to take my supplies, take the cars, anything. Just don't come into the... 
they he basically crushed up pills into their wine bottle and then they both drank a bunch of pilled up wine and then passed out fell asleep and then never woke up so and there's no telling how much time in between when they killed themselves and when Joel got there I so saw they could a video. have been a horror scene in there you know the wine that they kept drinking yeah that's a real wine yeah the sales of that wine since skyrocketed that episode have absolutely gone through the roof and I, that makes me smile. It's the power of television. <laughs> it's it's, just, it's it's one it's it's a show that has this crazy amount of power. Behind so it. I watched a TikTok with these two people, and I think they were a couple, two guys. They were a couple, yeah. And they loved The Last of Us. They played the video game. They watched the show, and they they were in their home, and they were like we found the one had the same label. They're like we're gonna drink it. They poured it. They drink it. Like like we're not big winos or anything. We like wine, but we're not like snobs about it but we just love the show and love the game so we're gonna drink this so they poured it and they drank it and they were like both of them inst- they took one sip both of them were like <gasps> they like both started turning up like it tastes like strawberries <laughs> <laughs> which is like, the thing oh, that's shit. the thing in the show that's the that's thing in the, the episode yeah. frank surprises bill by growing strawberries it's and strawberry. they have this moment it's strawberry flavored wine adam yeah and now that makes that since I watched this TikTok, that makes that scene so much more powerful. I saw the TikTok. I think I sent it to you where this dude is like a manly dude. Who's, and the dude that plays Frank, he's the dude from um, Community. Par- Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Car- Parks and Rec. He's, he's that guy that um, – I don't know the actor's name, but he's – what's the character he plays in Parks and Recreation? Uh, um, oh. I didn't watch uh, Parks and Rec. He was the mustache man. Uh. He's the mustache man. He's like, the, look it up. He's look like, it up. he's look like, the, he's like, the, he's like, the I, ma- I can't, my phone's because we don't have, I should, I should look it up if we're talking. We don't about have it. our, our camera view on the big screen. So I have to have my phone up to make sure we're working. So I can't. Jim O'Hare is the name, right? What's his name? No, that, that's, that's not, not him. him. No, it's Ron Swan. Or it's his name. Ron Swanson is character. Yes. Nick Offerman. That's Nick Offerman. Fucking hell. Like, brain. like give him the awards. Yes. Like Emmy for this. He played in Parks Rex Place. He played this. Like basically, right wing man's man loves meat, loves guns. I've seen some clips. I haven't watched parts of it, but I've seen clips. He's kind of the best character in the whole fucking show, though. Like he's the funniest dude. And then in this episode, (laughs) he plays this like you expect him because he's still pretty manly. He's a manly dude. He's like he's a survivalist, like bunker Mm -hmm. guns storing kind of prepper like that prepper, but like. He's also like you never like he's homosexual and that comes way out of left field because mm-hmm. you never expect it because it's not the stereotype. Mm-hmm. But you forget there are also people that are these kind of people that are also homosexual. So but like I imagine the people that are a big fan of this guy who loved him as like the man's man in Parks and Rec watch this episode and they're probably like shitting themselves the second he like kisses this other guy. And he's like laying in bed naked with him and stuff. And I imagine they just like went insane whenever whenever that scene came on. I loved it. It was incredible television. Uh, hats off. It was very emotional. It was hats very emotional off to episode. everybody involved with this show. And then episode four came out, and it was like... Compared to that episode, it was like... It was an action-packed episode where they crashed a truck because they were ambushed by some some people. Some, some yeah. other... Some raiders, some gangsters. And you learn a little bit about... Joel's backstory with Tess, and she admits, like, yeah, we used to run with a crowd like this, and we used to do some terrible shit. So, um, did the video go down? No, it's good. Okay, we're good. Um, and so you learn a little bit more about his backstory. The one part of it, this episode, though, that really got me was the scene where Joel killed that that basically boy, like, young man. He was man, young. He was young. Young man who's, like, 
like he's he so like they get ambushed and like Joel's fighting for his life. He sends Ellie into this hole in the wall to like hide in this next room. Like you hide there and wait. Don't come out till I tell you. And so he's like busy like you know shooting with his rifle, killing these guys. And then he gets like ambushed. Like this dude busts through the door and he's like related to the other guys or something like that. But he's a young man and he's on top of Joel, like choking him out with his he shot would have killed Joel though. And then Ellie comes out with this pistol that she found previously at Bills, at Bills and she shoots him in the back. And he's just laying. He's just on the ground, like, like crying, like tears. Mama, mama, mother, like you know, like begging for his life. Like here, here, take this knife. You can have this knife. It's a good knife. No, please don't. My mother's out there. Like you're good people. Like he's just. It's a. It's an incredibly emotional episode be- moment because he's gonna kill him because it's kill him or he gets killed. Mm-hmm. But it's this moment where he's not a villain. This person he's killing is not a villain. He's just a dude trying to survive. And trying to get through this post-apocalyptic universe, yeah. and he's like, and like you expect, oh, he's gonna shoot him or something like that. He stabs him, like, and you hear the, you can hear the blade. You're in, you're in Ellie's perspective because she crawls back through the wall, and all you can hear through the wall is him crying and begging for his life, and then the of like the knife going into him, and it's like this dark, very very dark moment in this mm-hmm. in this episode. Um. So here's my question. We're watching The Last of Us. We've seen Walking Dead. We've seen a million other shows yeah. that are like post-apocalyptic. How long would you last? Um, a day? Maybe? I would be dead so fast. Yeah. Like, it's not even remotely close how, so here's how, the thing. how I would die so hard. If the walkers... First of all, you'd get killed by people who are, like, just looking for supplies and, like, shit like that. But if, if, if we're talking about walkers and infected... If they're walkers, you'd last a little longer. If they're runners, you're dead. Doesn't fucking matter. You're dead. Doesn't matter. Like 28 Days Later zombies. 28 Days Later or this show where they're or running. World War Z zombies. Yes, or they're running. You're dead. It doesn't matter. That's Those are the scariest fucking infected. Okay? If they're just walkers like in The Walking Dead, they're not scary at all. They're, just, it, they're only scary in large numbers. That's it. That's really it. But that's like the classic, yeah, George Romero trope. But we know it. We we've seen enough shows and movies now that we can. Ha- I think we can handle walking zombies. I think the problem comes in when they can start running and sprinting at you. At that point, we're done. Fuck it. Hats off to the human race. They tried. So in Last of Us, it's this fungus, right? Yes. Is it still connected to the brain? So does the whole with the zombie? I like you kill the brain, you kill them. Yes. Does that still work with the infected? In this, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It so it's all about. The there's brain. that moment in the beginning of the episode where she there's that infected that's like under that rubble, and she like Ellie like stabs it with a knife because she's never killed anything before, and she's fascinated by like interested in like mm-hmm. how do you kill something, and she just takes the knife and sticks it in the brain, and it's done. It like lays on the ground. So it's still the brain. Yeah. Okay. It's the central nervous system. That's that's, you, that's been like pretty consistent with any zombie. But that's, but or, that's because the brain is the central nervous system of your body it's the cpu it's the thing that controls everything everything that's part of your body is controlled from the brain you destroy the brain what does the virus have to control but as far as fungus like the whole mushroom thing that's kind of different than like a zombie virus it's different than a virus but it works kind of the same way like 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 if there was a spore on you it could act as the brain, and it could take into your ventricles, it and it can, could work your like you could be headless basically, and it could move your arms like a puppet. I don't, I don't know about that because like when you think about like okay, funguses are dangerous, like those kind of viruses you see them in insects all the time, but like they only work because they alter the brain chemistry 
to what it wants to do. Like mm-hmm. like muscles, like a fungus, like when you see these infected and you see like like cuts in the skin, you can see like the little tendrils of like fungus and stuff like that. But are they as strong as muscle? Like I don't, know, I, I don't I don't know if they're as strong as muscle to be able to actually like physically do that. And if it's if it's that strong, why does it need a host? It could just do it on its own. I was just a thought I had. I know, but I, I, I know, but I, I, but I think know. that's I think that would be the reason why. I didn't know, and, and maybe maybe you're I, right. Maybe the maybe it all relies on the brain to control to control and, it. And, so and, and I like yeah. So like I the other thing we got from this episode was the only other amazing thing was you had the new character that came in who played the best I know her from was from two and a half men. She played the crazy neighbor that was obsessed with Charlie Sheen's character in that show. Oh, shit, that was her. That's her. Yeah. She's in this one. And I got to be honest. She's with like you, the Karen of the apocalypse. She, yeah. Yeah. Very, <laughs> much, very much the Karen of the apocalypse, but like she's not intimidating in my opinion at all. I like her as an actress and I like, I've seen her in a few other things. She's fine. But in terms of like being threatening, like she's interrogating this one guy and who she ends up shooting in the end. But she's so soft spoken that like she's not intimidating. As far as like we're I always compare this to The Walking Dead. Forgive me for this. But comparing her to like Negan or the governor, like she doesn't strike that fear. She seems like she seems like, like she's got a goal. She doesn't seem like she's been living in the apocalypse for 20 years. She doesn't feel like that. I don't know if they're if these are going to be the big bads. D- is this in the game? What there is an incident right after you meet Bill where Joel does have to kill a bunch of people and you have this fighting sequence, but like they're not named characters. They're just random jagoffs of like you know oh you know there exist like raiders and gangsters that exist in the wasteland you know, you know world like my, my bro- we, and Brandon you fight these random Brandon jag-offs. who's a friend of the show he he played the games like you did. And he told me one thing that made him angry is there's a large sequence where they're in Pittsburgh. Okay. And they skip over it in the show. They're already in Kansas City. Yeah. So they're already west of Pittsburgh. Look, it's he said in The Walking Dead did the same thing. There's a big and it's because George Romero, the father of the zombie idea, yeah. is from Pittsburgh. And like he Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead. All those movies take place in Pittsburgh, yeah. which is near where we live. Like we go there a lot, and the point is, like anybody who pays homage to his idea he had in the '60s, like, oh, we have to go to Pittsburgh, and he he's like, Walking Dead skipped over it. And it was a big plot in their comics, and now Last of Us skips over it. He's like, it was a big thing in their games. I mean, and I'm like. I, I don't know. I didn't play the games, but that's I mean, the entire game is a cross country road trip, basically. Right, but you're like, coming. They start in Boston. Yeah. Right? If you're, you're going skip, west from Boston, guess what you're going to hit? You're going to skip some stuff, though. They skipped sk- it in the show. Skip some yeah. stuff, so it's it's going to happen. I still think it's good. I'm speaking of Boston. Let me let me interrupt here. We're going to go back to like the second episode. I think it was when they when Joel and Ellie first leave to go on their their trek. There's. And the internet has slayed them for this. I've never been to Boston. Have you been to Boston? So my wife has been there a couple times. She actually used to live in New England. And she said the same thing. (laughs) We were talking about this. There's a scene where Ellie and Joel are, like, camping in the woods, like, hiding out. And it says, 10 miles west of Boston. 
and there's like mountains in the background and trees. Yeah. And people who live in Massachusetts are like, I'll tell you what, they're in their Boston accent. They're like, I'll tell you what's 10 miles west of Boston. He's like, Nick, I got a Duncan there. <laughs> you got he's like, he's like, you're going to be some crackheads on the corner. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, there ain't no Rocky Mountains 10 miles west of Boston. <laughs> It's your cousin from Boston. <laughs> and, like, I see that clip all the time, and I'm like, oh. So this is one thing they fucked up on. That, that is a good point. That, that is a good that, point. That beautiful, pristine lake that they're, like, the, 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 the creek, I mean, they're yeah. down by, the mountain. The, that's not 10 <laughs> miles west of, of one of the largest cities in America. No. That's, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Very fair. <laughs> Crack me up. Keep watching it, Scott. We're gonna keep watching, Adam. How can the people get a hold of oh, Scott? Fuck, I was gonna hit you with that. Sorry, beat you, I beat you to it. Scott. We're running along on time. Okay, it? so we mentioned this earlier. If you want to get a hold of For Your Distraction, shoot an email at foryourdistraction at gmail.com. I'm monitoring that. Definitely get a hold of us. We are a member of the B of uh, the of the podcasting network. Sorry, I'm drunk. Um, the Electronic Media Collective. Thank you, Adam, from the bathroom with the save. Hey, I've had some people contact us. Adam, we need, to, we need you out here for this. I've had some people contact us about joining the Electronic Media Collective. So shoot us an email at foryourdistraction at gmail.com. We will pass it on to the powers that be because we don't really have a say in that. Like, we're just members. Here he comes. Here it comes. Sorry, the vodka flowed right through so me. So people want to join the Electronic Media Collective. Okay. I just said to email us at foryourdistraction at gmail.com, and okay. we could pass the pass the buck. Is that accurate? Or am, sure, I, am, I, am yeah. I wrong? Sure, yeah. He has yeah. a fucking idea. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Hey. Scott, we, what, what the fuck do you think I've been doing the past few years? I've been busy working and going to class and doing school I'm shit. Proud and of you. That. Like, what do you. What do you think I've been doing I, the I'm past gonna, few I, years? I'm going to do the pinky point. You ever see the pinky point? Yeah. Hey, I like your work. You know, kid. the last time I emailed the guy from Electronic Media Collective, it's been a while. I don't even remember dude, his email. Just, dude, you, you need to just touch base. Be like, hey, how's it going? I'll touch how's base. Life? I'll touch Bring base. Bring him on as a guest. I'll Get him touch on as a base guest. when I graduate. You college. know they're watching Last of Us. Oh yeah, absolutely. You 100%. know they are. Yeah. We, if anything, we get on to talk about that. Who isn't watching Last of Us right now? It's, it's. I got my parents hooked. There are very few shows that, like, because of the way streaming are, like, network television is dying. There's very few shows oh. that we're all like, are you watch you what? It's like water cooler shows. There's very few of those left because it's like we're all watching different stuff. This is one of those shows where everybody's fucking watching it. Yeah. Everybody is. Print is dead. Hey, we're on social media. That's what they say. We're on social media. So Facebook, Facebook, I think is kind of dying. Yeah. But, but it's easy. And a lot of people are on it. Older people. like Older you, people. Me, like, you. What the fuck are you trying to say? That we're older. Okay, we're older. I literally just spent the beginning of the show talking about my back problems, my knee problems, and the fact that I had infected eyelids. So. Fair enough. Hope you, know. you don't, hope you know that fungus is going to take over your brain. I don't know. So head to f- over to Facebook, search for For Your Distraction, find our page, like us on there, because we go live when we're recording our show. We go Facebook Live. Yes, we so do. So you could watch us unedited, uncut, All the mistakes. uncircumcised, everything right here in your face. 
that's us. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's fun. So Facebook, yes, it's dying. It's a dying media. I get that. But you know what? All you Gen Zs and, and younger millennials and the Zennials out there, the Zennials. Scott, you've never sounded older. You can eat a dick because we're still using it. And we're on Twitter we are for on now. Twitter, Twitter has we'll gone We'll see. Elon Musk might be shutting Twitter down. Twitter has gone downhill. Elon Musk is shutting it down? No, I don't know. But like, based on like the route things are going and how much money he's losing, like. But we are on Twitter. You know, I I I was all over Twitter this weekend. If you I was tweeting. if you want to if you want to get the today's people, you got to be on Instagram or TikTok. That's you got to be. Well, we'll get to that. So Twitter, you can search for for your distraction on Twitter. You can follow us on there. You can tweet us at podcast FYD. That's a weird handle. Yeah. Four distraction was taken. Uh, That's why. Who took that? I don't know. I'm coming for at the, you. At the time, maybe, maybe it's available now, but at the time it was taken, I couldn't do it. At I, podcast I to, FYD yeah. on Twitter. Tweet us on there. Um, you mentioned TikTok. Your boy. My boy right here is doing the TikToks. I've been making TikToks. Them TikToks. So there's a there's a there's a new viral TikTok going on, and it's it's Christian Bale from American Psycho, where he's like walking in the office and he's got the headphones yeah. on, and it's like it says me, it says what I'm listening to. I've made three. Well, I've I've posted two, and they're both taking off. They are. I have a third one coming out tonight, Tonight, so get ready for the reveal. You're here, folks. So it's Malanky Ten M A L E N K Y one zero, or Scotty Knows. Search for that on there. You'll find me. It's a big bearded me with sunglasses. I look you? like Zach Galifianakis from The Hangover. Um, <laughs> you'll see. My, you'll see my account. Um, it says Four Distraction Podcast underneath me. So 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 follow me on there. I post some fun shit on TikTok. You follow me, so you I know. Do. You know, yes, so, they're good yeah. stuff. S- search There's on there, and I'll post. I'll post them to our things. Facebook page and our Twitter, so that's good. Hey, Adam. Hey, Scott. How can the people listen to the show? Because we had a little bit of a technical issue yeah. tonight. So I, I'm sure you're going to edit it. It's a technical it. issue on our end, basically, is what happens. But so. you're going to edit it so it all comes together. Yeah, I so if somebody wants to listen, work, if damn. somebody wants to listen to start to finish of tonight's episode. How can they do that? I actually don't know how I'm going to edit this episode because I don't have any programs to really edit like video like this. So it's going to be uh, work. It's going to be a labor you. of love. You'll figure it out. Um, you want to listen to us? SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. I think we're still on Google Play as well. You can listen to us on there. I will post the videos on our YouTube, which we post links to YouTube in our SoundCloud description and the Facebook. It's on our Facebook too. You can find our YouTube on there. So, or you can search for the episode names individually, and then you will find our uh, shit on there. Subscribe, like, share us with your friends, and we will grow. Is if you guys help us. There it is. That's what I wanted. That's what I want. I was like, is he gonna say it? Is he gonna say it? I feel like I have to say it now. It's like my staple outro. It's gotta be. You know, there's some other things that are problematic. Oh boy. There's a lot of problematic things in the world. They are, yes. Uh, we don't have the time to get into them, but no. but just know you've got two people right here who are fighting it. Fighting the good fight. We're fighting the good fight. <laughs> Thank you.